Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in a hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. for joining you if you've not heard Elton John coming to Edmonton man that guy could sing and apparently uh, according uh, to his uh, ongoing rivalry with uh, one Madonna uh, Elton knew how to have a pretty good time and probably still does. This is Oilers Now. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Hope you're having a terrific Wednesday. Early practice day for the Edmonton Oilers today as the uh, organization gets ready uh, for its European trip coming up. It is not a European vacation, a la Chevy Chase. Uh, oh, no. Uh, Saturday, the Oilers will wrap up their... NHL preseason schedule at home against the Calgary Flames an afternoon encounter, and then at 6 o'clock that night, we will fly to Germany, have an exhibition game against the Cologne Sharks, and then uh, into Gothenburg to open up the NHL regular season. Uh, should be a kicker. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. I know Hugh Porter was in town last night. He was uh, running with Halsey because, you know, that's what Halsey can do. I mean, you got to give Brian credit. He's still uh, he's still letting her rip, and he's up first thing in the morning as well. Uh, Digitex, trusted by 630 Chet. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and much more at digitex.ca. Coming up today, uh, within a minute, I'm going to tell you about a major announcement for our show in our non-going. Uh, ongoing and never-ending uh, desire to continuously improve 
the product of Oilers Now. We've uh, got an announcement to make, and I'm going to share that with you in about 45 seconds' time. Um, we'll have a recap of last night's game. Here's some comments from uh, Todd McClellan, Ty Ratty, who had a hat trick. Actually, we'll have a full interview with Ty Ratty coming up in the back half hour of the show. Cam Talbot, yes, Paul Yarvey as well, uh, making an audio appearance on today's edition of Oilers Now. 12.35, our regular Wednesday contributor to Oilers Now, Hockey Night in Canada analyst Craig Simpson. Uh, we're going to go interactive at 105 today. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They have Canadian rock icon Burton Cummings. He takes the stage October 13th. Get your tickets at rivercreeresort.com. You can text us at 630-630 for our friends at Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson. Tell him what now sent you. He'll hook you up. They got a great selection today at westlockford.com. I can tell you right now, it's worth the drive to get your new ride. 135. Uh, the Athletic made an announcement about uh, three weeks ago uh, that they had a new uh, writer dedicated to Edmonton, and we're going to hook up with him today, and that's Daniel Nugent Bowman. He's a smart guy. He worked in uh, Saskatoon covering the Blades for a number of years, and most recently, Sportsnet out of Toronto. So we'll get some of his thoughts. And uh, then a one on one with the Oilers forward. Ty Ratty, the leading goal scorer in NHL preseason, just like you all had it going. All right, uh, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Bob underscore Stoffer. You can tweet the show at Oilers Now, and Brendan Escott is the producer of the show at Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan with two E's in Brendan. Escott is E-S-C-O-T-T. Reminder, every Tuesday, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, featuring live standard red racing at Northlands Park on uh, Friday evenings and Saturday afternoons. All right, uh, Brendan, I know you already mentioned this on Twitter, and a lot of our listeners, that's how they access information for our show to get an idea of what we're going to do. But we are pleased to announce that starting tomorrow, courtesy of our friends from Canadian Power Pack, Brian Burke will be a regular guest on Oilers Now. Most recently, Brian Burke was the president of the Calgary Flames. He has moved into a media role with Sportsnet. You saw him during the course of the playoffs. Uh, I'm not going to get into the negotiations, but uh, uh, let's just say uh, Brian is uh, in demand. Uh, He's a bigger-than-life personality. I think we all know that. We're going to have a chuckle tomorrow because for some of you that follow uh, these sort of things closely, the infamous interview with Kevin Lowe which started a little bit of a, uh, ah, they had some fun with it for a few years, uh, actually occurred on my show and uh, going back to 2008. So uh, I can tell you that, uh, you know, uh, it's I'm looking for a lot of fun. Brian has a, a vibrant personality, and he is, you know, off, he was the general manager of the Hartford Whalers, the Vancouver Canucks, the Anaheim Ducks, the president and GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs and a president of the Calgary Flames. So he's certainly been a guy that's been in the league for a long time. And it would not surprise me in the least if Brian Burke long-term was the heir apparent to uh, Don Sherry. I mean, he's going to do it differently than Don does. Obviously, he's been a senior executive for a number of years, uh, but uh, we are very pleased to announce that uh, Brian Burke is going to join our terrific uh, collection of uh, guests on this show. 
On Mondays, John Shannon, who worked for the National Hockey League for a while, uh, was an executive producer for Hockey Day in Canada, is as plugged in as anybody on league dealings. And these sort of things are important, especially as you go into new CBAs and those sort of things. On Tuesdays, courtesy of our friends from Horse Racing Alberta, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, for an hour. On Wednesdays, uh, I guess uh, one of the two analysts, some would say the lead analyst for Hockey Night in Canada for the last several years, Craig Simpson. On Thursdays, uh, now does the late night game for Hockey Night in Canada and also does a lot of Oilers games uh, during the course of the season. He's going to split the work of Drew Remenda, but that is Louis DeBrusque and Craig Simpson and Louis DeBrusque, former uh, Edmonton Oilers players. Also on Thursday at 1.30, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack, Brian Burke. And on Fridays, we'll continue, thanks to our friends from the River Cree Resort and Casino, to have Elliot Friedman. I'll put up that group of uh, six guests making our show uh, each week up against anybody in the country. I think it's a terrific addition for us. And uh, you know what? No one ever tells any of these guys what to say, and we have a good time with it. You can text us at 630 what do you think? Good off-season signing or what? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, speaking of off-season signings, the Edmonton Oilers may be hoping that less would be more. Uh, one of the big question marks, right wing. Well, the Oilers have played five exhibition games and their right wingers have combined for 15 goals. 15 of the team's 27 goals have been scored. Seven by Ty Ratty. He got a hat-trick last night. 25-year-old Ty Ratty looking to carve out a niche for himself on the right wing with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yes, a Paul Yarby was an absolute beast last night. He had uh, two goals. He's now got four in the preseason. Connor Yamamoto had lots of chances in the paint last night. Anders Nielsen made some big saves off him. The Oilers, it was a route job. Those guys have combined for 15 goals. I know it's just preseason, but it's pretty good. And speaking of just preseason, I know it's just preseason, but Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, and Ty Ratty have played two games together. They have 19 points. So they're going okay. Here is a Ratty highlight mashup with some quotes. I like think of myself as a little bit high IQ, and I know what they want to do with the puck. And New Hopkins gains the line. Ratty, quick shot, score! Just inside the left goal post, fed by Nugent Hopkins, and that is Ty Ratty's league-leading fifth goal of the preseason. For Yamamoto in front, quick shot, Ratty, and it trickles home. Ty Ratty again! He's so good. He, like I said, he, he draws so many players to him and, and just does things that, that nobody else can do. And, and Ratty on a two-on-one dishes, gets it back, one-timer score! There's the hat trick for Ty Ratty, set up by McDavid. His lights-out preseason continues, and it's lights-out for Vancouver. Ty Ratty with the hat trick. Uh, Todd McClellan had these post-game comments on Ratty fitting in on the top line. Nugent and um, Connor do a lot of the, the maneuvering, the working around. When he gets it on his tape, he's not afraid. He fires it. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's a real smart way to play, I think, with those two. Uh, Ty Ratty isn't the only right winger that is uh, making fans excited here in the preseason. Yes, a Pugliarvi looks like a different player. Todd McClellan had these thoughts on Pugliarvi's improvement. Well, I think we have to look at it beyond tonight. The overall training camp has been um, 
you know, if there's a position, that's been the strength of our team right now is those right wingers. Bringing them in, having a chat with with uh, a group of them. They've um, they've understood where they're at. They understand some of the things they need to do. They've taken advantage of the position they've been put in, and they all look confident. So that's a... Uh, to this point, we've turned what we considered a weakness into a strength. Um, other areas of our game we still need to work on, but um, uh, check mark to the right wingers at this point. And McClellan followed those comments up with an overall assessment on the success from the right wing position so far through uh, the first five games of preseason. As a matter of fact, Bob, that's what you just heard oh, there. Okay. I hit the wrong club. Oh, okay. So well, now maybe, you know what he thinks of it all. Maybe if I wasn't checking uh, Twitter in our text line at 6.30, 6.30 on a Westlock 4 text line, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would have, yeah, okay, well, that's good. That's my, that's my bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Just don't let it ever happen again. No, seriously, it's all right. You know, the patient didn't die on the table. You know what I'm saying? It's just radio. Uh, Though we take it very seriously. Uh, all right, so there you go. Tom McClellan excited about what we're seeing out of right wing to date. We're five games in. Alex Chieson uh, did a good job penalty killing in the first period against Vancouver. Okay. And then got belted by Erica Branson, came back, played pretty well. He's making a case for himself. Here's Todd McClellan. On Alex Chieson. Well, he has been... um you know, he's been a solid veteran here in camp. And what I mean by that is he understands what's going on uh, as far as his opportunities, taken advantage of it uh, very much so far. Uh, unfortunate for him, he was sick yesterday. He was scheduled to play. He didn't get the chance. Uh, but I believe he knows his role. He knows where he would play in the lineup, and he'll play to those strengths. Um, can he be a good penalty killer? Uh, can he fulfill a 10-minute uh, um, role or 12-minute role a night on that third or fourth line? Uh, can he push somebody out that's here right now? That's the big question. And uh, he's still here. He'll continue on with that process. So, you know, we've talked a lot about the play of the right wings. How do you not? They've scored 15 of the 27 goals so far. Cam Talbot has had three starts. The Oilers have won all three games. Last night, Vancouver was pretty good early, and Talbot made some big stops. And the key to a marked improvement in Edmonton Oilers' play starts in goal. And, you know, a lot of it may have to be, you know, can Mikko Koskinen push Talbot? But Talbot's pushed himself, and he's off to a good start. And uh, there is an importance of... uh, the process of winning and the team remember, you know, getting back to winning ways. Here's Cam Talbot. Right now, you know, it's it's great to uh, to get the wins, but it's uh, the process and how we're getting those wins. And you go into the third period up a couple goals, and um, you never just want to sit back. And I think that's a good sign for us. We went out, we uh, we kept our foot on the gas, and um, we piled them on there. So that's a good sign for our team moving forward. It's Cam Talbot, and again, he. I mean, it starts there. It's exciting what's happening on the right side right now. Hopefully it continues to translate moving forward in the regular season. But Talbot looks much better. The team looks far quicker. And you can text us at 630-630 on this. Yes, a Paul Yarby. He looks like a different hockey player. He joined Jack and me after the game and had these quick comments on why he's playing faster this year. I think it's to work hard. When you work hard, something good happens for you. So I think that's the secret. There you go. Hey, he's trying, man. That's all I can tell you is uh, when a guy embraces that, it's not a – just give him some t- – Blake Wheeler, okay? Blake Wheeler was ranked uh, by TSN. Uh, they did their top rankings position by position, either second or third in terms of the top right wings. At the same age that uh, 
the order is yes, Paul Yarvey is now. Blake Wheeler was playing at the University of Minnesota and wasn't even in their first line. So keep that in mind. I've said it once. I'll say it 100 times. I'm going to stand by the player. He needed to gain some traction this year. He's already gained traction. You can see not just the confidence in him, the confidence in his teammates that they have in him, and that is the most important thing. Uh, once you get that belief from your peers, you're on your way as an NHL player. This is something you'll hear a little bit later on in the interview coming up uh, that we did with Ty Ratty. He has history, does Ty Ratty, with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and I think that really helped him. You know, Pontus Haberg had a window to capitalize on, and he didn't do it. And Ratty slid into that spot on the right side with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins. And because Nugent Hopkins and Ratty played against each other all the way from the age of 12 on, I believe that Nugent Hopkins had belief that Ratty could understand what to do on that line. And I know Connor McDavid has immense respect for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. So, you know, you're seeing a case where those guys... They're like, hey, we're the guys that can make the plays, and Ratty goes to the open spots, and you don't have to support the puck the same way you do with other players when you're on the ice with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins because they can beat guys one-on-one, and it's exciting to watch. Again, just preseason orders are 4-1. and one. They get Arizona tomorrow night. You can text us at 6.30, 6.30. couple other thoughts last night. Last night was the best game for Jakob Yerbeck and, frankly, for Jason Garrison. There's only going to be a spot for one of those guys here because Bouchard, I think, is going to be the number six defenseman. It's funny. Bouchard had a couple puck bobbles but looked really composed for about 98% of the game. I heard about the puck bottles from the guys that don't want to give uh, Bouchard a spot. I don't want to give Bouchard a spot. I think to date he's earned a spot, and uh, and the Oilers have a window to use him. Tomorrow, uh, when Edmonton plays Arizona, I fully expect Darnell Nurse, Matt Benning, and Ethan Bear in the lineup. So three Oilers defensemen are going to come out. In fact, tomorrow, tomorrow's lineup might be as close that we, ah, no, we'll have a dress rehearsal against Calgary on Saturday. What am I saying? Twelve twenty-three in Edmonton again. Pleased to announce the addition of Brian Burke to our stable of guests on Oilers Now. Um, John Shannon Mondays, Mark Spector Tuesdays, Craig Simpson Wednesdays, Louis DeBrusque Thursdays, Brian will join us Thursdays as well. Elliot Friedman on Fridays. When we come back, we'll get to NHL Today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer at the 630 Chad Studios. It's 1223 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, uh, very quickly, it's 1225 in Edmonton. Oh, this text is interesting from Dean. He says, Bob, Jack Michaels owes you an apology for doubting you last night about snow in September being unusual. I'm the same age as you, and there have been at least six or seven big snowstorms in September in my lifetime. In fact, I was 11 years old uh, when a huge snowstorm, August 15th, hit White Court. That one comes to us from Dean. I know Jack was sort of in disbelief, but I can uh, I can tell you in the late 1980s i was employed in another industry and at least twice in august it snowed up near grand prairie like around august oh i don't know august 20th or 21st or 22nd and i don't know how many times in may it snowed uh, in the bc interior when i was working in the reforestation industry of course most of the guys that i uh, was working with uh, 
they just stayed in a little tents and smoked up all day long, and now that's completely legal, so it was all good. Twelve twenty. I, on the other hand, like Bailey's and coffee. Twelve twenty-six in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers now. Bob Stauffer with you. Uh, what's you know, Brendan? When you get old, you'll start drinking Bailey's. That's what old people do. But uh, what do you young guns pound back these days? What's the most popular drink for your generation? Oh my goodness. Um, for the real like frat boy type, I yeah. think it's twisted teas. Those spiked iced teas. Twisted teas. They go yeah. down easy. You know, uh, Big Rock, and, and the owners are obviously a Molson, and we love Molson, but when I was at university, Big Rock was really kind of getting off on uh, the ground floor, and that became uh, sort of the, the, the beer of choice there mm-hmm. for a couple of years in the late 80s, early 90s. Interesting. Uh, so, I'm, I'm still a beer guy, personally. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. But. I, I'll, <laughs> I, I'll, drink, I'll drink Chardonnay. I'll have a white wine yeah. at uh, Pub 1905 with my man, Dan Baker, who many of you would remember used to run Club Malibu uh, in Edmonton. Many of you went to his establishments when he ran the show for Shiraz Carmali back in the day. So you have a minute and a half. Let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, they will take Take care of you. Well, we're going to race through it again here. Bob, Oilers back in action tomorrow night. You mentioned it. Uh, that game right here on 6.30. Chad, face-off show, 5.30. Puck drop with you and Jack at 7 o'clock. Uh, Senators forward Zach Smith has cleared waivers after that controversial decision yesterday to place him there. Can I, it's not a controversy. You don't think so? No, you know what it was? It was the owner going to the general manager saying, go put this guy in waivers and then see if somebody picks him up so we can get him off the books. That, with that, it, that, it wasn't controversy at all. It was the owner being cheap and not worrying about the culture of his team. Okay, That's but if it, they're trying to get to the cap floor, why are they trying to clear money? I don't understand it. Anyway, yeah. the fallout of this is that they can now either pursue a trade or uh, assign him to the AHL if, if that's what they want to do. Uh, Arizona Coyotes forward Alex Galchenyuk not expected to be in the lineup when the team opens their season, the regular season, on October 4th versus Dallas. He's currently week-to-week with a lower body injury. Lightning star Nikita Kucherov uh, left last night's game with a lower body injury as did Seth Jones of Columbus. So both of those guys listed as uh, day-to-day. No word on the severity yet for either one of them. Uh, wild story. This is kind of the news of the day, Bob. Philadelphia Flyers forward Yori Laterra is being questioned by police about a cocaine ring in Finland, and that's already landed seven people in prison. Uh, this is according to a report from a Finnish news station. He's one of 23 people being investigated uh, in this ring, and I guess right now Ron Ekstahl is talking to the league about disciplinary action if there's going to be uh, any. That's quite the story. Yeah, wow. it's pretty bizarre, hey? Yep. Uh, a couple other quick notes. Chris Stewart has signed in the KHL. The Oil Kings back on home ice tonight against Medicine Hat. And finally, you saw Gritty yesterday, the Philadelphia, yes. or the day before, I guess, that horrendous mascot. Uh, a Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Brewing Company is releasing a beer inspired by him. They're calling it Nightmare Fuel. It's, uh, it's a cream ale made with vanilla and, quote, bruised and bloodied oranges. I, uh, I, there's a, an old uh, bar guy by the name of Judd Gillentown who used to tell me that I used to drink Nightmare Fuel's uh, Sambuca Paralyzers. Uh, 12.29 in Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Craig Simpson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.